Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, Earth's Matt, the mad scientist, and I still have this question for you. Have you visited our website yet? We got a 35% off sale going on from the 11th through the 15th. I said it again, 35% off from May 11th through the 15th. All you have to do is click on our apparel section on our website, orangephoenixmedia.com, and it'll take you straight to the sale. You need to go ahead and get your sale on. You need to go ahead and get your buy on because we got all things them from Marvel to DC to anime to manga, you name it. We got it, man. We got it from t-shirts, hoodies, laptop cases, phone cases. You need to click on the apparel section from May 11th through the 15th to get your 35% off. Also, when you visit the Orange Phoenix Media website, you get to see the digital magazine. So if you just so happen to miss a month, or if you're a first-time user of the digital magazine of Orange Phoenix, you need to check that magazine out. It comes out every single month, and we got the May issue on the way. So orangephoenixmedia.com. You need to click on that and get your favorite designs man i'm telling you orangephoenixmedia.com go there check it out right now 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 
And it's your boy, Thanos, Rick E. How the hell are you? Man, I am all right, bro. I am fresh off the heels of Dr. Strange. Yeah. Man. Whoa, wait, man. You, you sound a little disappointed. We'll get into it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is... This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show, man. Look, we got a bunch of information for you guys today. But before we jump into all that, Thanos Ray, what's going on with you, my man? Man, staying busy, man. Staying active. Trying to get stuff done, you know. Growing up duties. You know how it is. You know how it is. Oh, you're matching the shit. Yeah, I got you. Moving on. Moving on. How are you? <laughs> I, I, look, I'm doing all right. So, okay, you're going to give me shit for this. You're definitely going to give me shit for this. Probably. Uh, it probably going to be payback from last week, too. It probably will be. So. You know what, E? I, I haven't I haven't forgotten that. That that pettiness. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't forgotten the pettiness, but that's that's in the tuck. That's in the tuck. Okay, so you, you, you okay, so you're researching things you can find oh no like, to be paid. oh no oh no i don't have to shit just pops up you know how it is <laughs> oh yeah yeah it just it, it just appears it just appears I, I i feel you so so a few days ago i um some housekeepers came through a few days ago and cleaned my house from top to bottom it was it was three uh three ladies um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Been in my house. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes! Yes! Oh <laughs> that is real money talk. That is real money talk. You hire three ladies to clean a five story house from top to bottom. It's not a five story house, Rick. Did okay. they clean the attic too? The garage? Wash your no, car down? Not. The Bentley, no, the Rolls Royce, you know, did they did they detail the car, cut the grass, water the grass? <laughs> it wasn't doing landscaping, but I, so all right. It didn't clean the garage. All right, he, oh, he it didn't clean the garage. You know, um, I have somewhat of an attic, but that attic never never needs to be clean, honestly, because there's nothing up there, honestly. It's, it's not literally nothing up there. Um. They clean the baseboard, they clean the blinds, they clean the windows, they uh, they clean the refrigerator, they clean the oven from the inside and out. Dishes were washed, they actually folded my clothes because I washed the clothes. Uh, and they've been in my house from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Like top to bottom, like that. They literally spent, you know, we looking at what, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, six. So yeah, they spent like nine hours in here. It was an investment. Damn straight. It was an investment. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't want to hear this. It was an investment. It's not nah, like I did it at a whim. Nah, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Come, come on, man. It, it, it wasn't a whim. E, I, I e, guarantee you it wasn't. E, that's a big ass house. It's a big ass house. You know what I'm saying? Look, okay, so my, my good friend Brandon, like my boy, you know, he just bought another house like 
like maybe like a couple months ago, right? So he actually had this same cleaning service come by cleaning his house. I mean, it wasn't really much to clean because, you know, his house is bigger than mine. So he told me about the cleaning service and I was like, man, you know what? I'm, I really don't feel like cleaning the house, man. I feel like I don't have the time. And this is how rich people network. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how rich people network. Oh, don't worry. I know a cleaning company. Actually, I own it. So. <laughs> so don't worry, mad scientist. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. I'll send some women over. They'll clean the whole house. Don't worry about it. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, this that bullshit. That's how rich folks network, man. That's how I don't own a network. cleaning service. I don't own a cleaning service. Although. That would be very profitable. That'd be very profitable. Thank, that's a good idea, though, Rick. That's a, that is a grand idea. You know, start a cleaning service, and you know, charge X amount of dollars. Yeah, that, that actually would be pretty dope. That yeah, actually pretty dope. But no, so he told me about this, right? Of course, you he know, did. because you know him, him. You know, it's him and his girlfriend. Him, his girlfriend, yeah. and his kid. Yeah. And yeah. So rich, rich people. Yeah. I know. He ain't rich, man. I know. Right. I know. Let it me guess. It, did you guys have this conversation at the Hamptons, the Maldives? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we didn't. We did not. It, it was. It was over text message. That's what it was. Okay. So, so to be perfectly honest, I've been thinking about this for the past couple of months because I'm like, all right, so this is getting out of hand in this house. So I, I'm like, I don't have the time or the energy to actually do this i'm like you know i might just go ahead and pay for a cleaning service to get it done and then it just so happened that brandon had a cleaning service and they did a deep cleaning the first time around and they're coming to his house every single month they're not coming to my house every month because i'm just the only one here and maybe every three months but every six months do a do a deep cleaning like they might i might have them come through like the end of june or whatever and you know before the 4th of july because i might have 4th of july dinner or whatever but i mean after they was finished they did an immaculate job i didn't want to touch anything i still don't want to touch anything i didn't cook on the stove yet i just was getting takeout ever since you know what i'm saying like i just got in the bed yesterday last night because i didn't want to mess nothing up man there's triangles in the carpet man the triangle designs in the carpet i ain't never had triangles in the carpet See, when you when you make those millions of dollars, you know, you start seeing new things and experiencing new things like triangles in the carpet, you know. I don't know what that looks like. Yes, I wish you I do. Did. Your house is bigger than mine. Don't you have a three story house? I I have uh, uh, I don't uh, have anything. I don't have anything. Yeah, you, oh, so you just living in under a tree. That's what I'm, I'm under I'm under a tree. He's under a tree. But, but didn't you say at the beginning of the show you was like you was handling some grown up stuff, so I, that sounds like house. some three-story house type stuff. I, I never said house. I never said house. Oh, houses. Nah. I didn't say it either. Nope. Look, don't don't deflect off of you, broski. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that, sir. Man, it's okay. Anyway, it's anyway. okay. Anyway, anyway. We got a we got a stack show for you guys today, man. We talking Doctor Strange, we're talking the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, especially what uh, Drax saying. We talk about Roman Reigns, um, what was said at a house show, uh -oh. and 
So, um, and we got to, I know, okay, you went to go see Doctor Strange. Did you get a sneak peek of Top Gun 2 Maverick? Man, that's, I'm already in love with the movie. I'm already in love with that movie, man. Okay, almost, so you did. Almost, almost makes me regret not joining the Air Force. Almost. Almost. The Navy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, cool. the Navy. they're they, cool. They are, they are naval area. Top Gun is all Navy. Iron Eagle. Speaking of which, did you see Iron Eagle yet? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. My bad. My bad. I forgot. My bad. My bad. My bad. I forgot. <laughs> so, okay. so yeah, Top Gun is all Navy. It's all Navy aviators. Because you know the Navy only had they had the F fourteen Tomcat. So, and there, I think they was the only unit that actually had that plane. Well, I mean, the only reason why I say Air Force is because I don't want to be on the boat. Like, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't appealing to me. You know, like it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't. So maybe, uh, uh. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Air Force, Air Force, but almost, almost, almost. I mean, it's not too late, man. You know, go ahead and sign up, man. You know, go ahead and do, handle that business. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm already Fly certified. The friendly sky. I'm, I'm certified. I'm good. I'm already. <laughs> I am done. Ah, man. So we got yeah. So what you thought about the, the sneak peek of Top Gun Maverick? Though? What, what you thought about I, that? I loved it, man. I loved it. You know, every once in a while, I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, and you know, a lot of his movies have been hit or a miss. I think yeah. it's gonna be a hit. I, I think this is gonna be a hit. I think so too, man. That, that, how long was that sneak peek? That sneak peek was what? It had to be like 15 minutes. I was like, damn. But you know what? I'm going to miss it though. I'm going to miss the opening you know, premiere because I'm going to be at an amazement in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. So from Thursday to Sunday, uh, the staff and I will be at an amazement for the convention. So we're going to be like knee deep in all anime geek. So when yeah, is we it? definitely going to. Uh, it is uh, Memorial Day weekend, Thursday through Sunday. Hmm. Are you coming? Memorial Day when? Uh, Thursday through Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. What you got? What's going on, Mio? What's going on, Maxwell? What's going on, Crooklyn 08? What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Max said you ain't coming. <laughs> He said you're not coming. If hey look, if you coming, get get your hotel ASAP, like ASAP. You looking at those dates right now, aren't you? I'll let you know. Okay, thank you. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. So, uh, I mean, it ain't like I'm up the street. I'm, I'm not up the street. I mean, you got it. You got the money. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not out here broke. But uh, anyway, we got some news out here for you, and it involves Dave Bautista. And I ran across this yesterday, and he says goodbye to Drax after Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 wraps up. Now, there was rumors circling around about this is going to be Bautista's last run as Drax, the Destroyer. But uh, didn't he say he that? Said goodbye. Huh? Didn't he say that previously? Like, didn't he alluded to that or something? There were mention of it. It, it, but you know it was nothing really confirmed but he is here quoted saying haven't found the words yet 
Batista wrote on Instagram, it ended so suddenly and I was on my next film. Before I could process it all, end of a journey that changed my life. Batista included hashtag goodbye Drax in the post, which featured a photo of himself and co-stars Sean Gunn, Chris Pratt, Karen uh, Gillian, uh, Palm Clementife, and director James Gunn, if I pronounce the name right. Forgive me if I did. But yeah, so uh, now nah, I mean, he like betrayed Drax old... since 2014. Go ahead. I mean, I, I thought like this is old news. I feel like he he. I mean, I don't quite remember exactly what he said, but I feel like he he already alluded to, like especially when they when um when uh Marvel fired James Gunn, because I know he yeah. wasn't happy about that. No, he so, was not. So I, I feel like he already was like, "Well, bump, bump you guys, I'm out of here." But then again, James Gunn is you know he came back for Guardians Three, so it wasn't you know all doom and gloom. Yeah. But I feel like he already said this. Or alluded to it. So, so looking at it, it says that Batista has also been open about his disappointment and frustration in Marvel's mishandling of Drax. Yes. He's saying, I, yes. I really wish they would have uh, invested more in Drax personally, Batista said in a previous interview. Um, which basically so, means he wanted his own movie. Yeah, which is... Or, or, uh, or he wanted a, a bigger role... Or and Guardians, or he wanted maybe his own, you know, Disney Plus show. I don't hell if I know, <laughs> but that's 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 what that says to me. Yeah, but I don't. Well, okay, so there is a Disney Plus uh, series, Guardians of the Galaxy, animated, um, and it's actually really good. Uh, I think it's from the same animators that did Avengers. Uh, yeah, Avengers I, Assemble, I, which I really did like that Avengers uh, series. I think Drax means more live action and not animated. Oh well, yeah, yeah, naturally. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he's synonymous with, but, but you know, Drax is synonymous with the Guardian. So I mean, you can have his backstory uh, unless he's talking about, you know, having more of his story drawn out. Like maybe if there is a Guardians four, like have his backstory told a little bit more, like what he's used to do and and everything else. So uh, I I don't know a standalone movie. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like both, most of the funny stuff comes from him bouncing off of other people. Yeah, but you know, it's again. I I, I think Batista he wants to because now that I think about it, has he ever been the main character of a movie? I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, yeah which one? Which movie? Um, other than Guardians, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't like. Uh, what's the name of that movie? He was a, a FBI CIA agent, and this little girl um, saw him, and they started doing stuff together. Um, I forgot the name of that movie, but I don't think it did very well. And Crooklyn says she wouldn't, you know, she's not sure she would be interested in a solo Drax movie. See, I don't think so neither, because he's he's very serious alone. Well, I mean, I'm you just, know? I'm just, but in, in terms of Dave Batista. My Spy. That's the name of the movie. That's the name of the movie. So he was the main character. He was the main character. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I don't. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. Now that was theaters. <laughs> that, that was theaters. But there was some other like direct to DVD, you know, direct to streaming movies like Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone. I think he was one of the main characters in that. Um. I want to say there's another movie. He I don't think he was the main character, but I think he was like the villain. So I, I 
I think he's just like branching out to other roles. I think that's what's really going on. I think that's what's really happening. So um we'll see, man. But does that mean Drax is gonna get killed in this movie? It's possible. I mean, I'm not given what I just saw in Doctor Strange, anything's possible, E. Anything is fucking possible. Ah, thank you, Crooklyn. That's the other movie, Army of the Dead. He was the lead Army of oh, the Dead the on Netflix. Netflix. The Netflix. Yeah, oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, all right. Again, it it those comments, it 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 seems to me that he wants to star in more roles, more movies. And of course, Drax, we love Drax. He's you know, he's a good character. Yeah. And you know, I'm not I'm not surprised by it, but what and I'm not too familiar with Drax as a character, so you would have to make the story worthwhile. Like, what would it be about? Or what yeah. role? Like, what what would he? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't really know. I don't really know. I mean, maybe he can star in the, you know the new Nova movie when that comes out. Maybe. Maybe. maybe? Yeah. I mean, it's, well, oh well. Or, now for me, what he's saying is, is he's tired of sitting five hours to put on the makeup and five hours to take it off. That is very tedious. I mean, he's been doing it since 2014, so. Yeah, but they've been paying him, so no, so I don't want to hear that. He got it. <laughs> yeah. He got it. I mean, if you give me a nice, you know, multi-million dollar contract, you know. Yeah. All right, I can sit here for five hours. I don't give a damn. Ask my man who who, who uh, played Vision. Ask him. He got paid. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> so. A movie of him eating chips. <laughs> Dre's eating chips. Being invisible. You can't see him because he's standing perfectly still. Yeah, I, I don't miss Drax, man. Like after Volume Three, man, I feel like I might, I might shed a thug tear from my boy. Oh, like I, I don't think I'm ready for Volume be, Three, man. I don't think I'm ready for that. You'll be all right. I don't think I will be, man. Like this is the original crew. This is the OG crew. You got Rocket. You got Peter. Maybe Gamora. You know, and, and you know Groot. And you got Drax. Come on, man. That's the OG group. You can't just like break them up. But then again, then again, now from volume two, well, from volume one to volume two, you kind of see the growth in the crew and you see the dialogue between the two. So it's kind of like Drax has speaking parts, yes, but it feel like it was less. So maybe this was kind of like, you know, oh, weaning, you know, weaning us out of this, like easing us into the separation from Drax. I mean, obviously, we're going to see him in Thor, Love, and Thunder, right? We're going to see him in that. So maybe yeah. we'll get some kind of explanation on to, on to how. To be honest, I don't think that the Guardians and that, I don't think it's going to be a lot of screen time. I hope I hope like they Guardians do have screen time. That, that might be, like, the, the, way it, the way it comes off to me, that might be, like, in the, in the beginning of the movie, and then they just dip. And then it's Thor and you know Jane and whoever else. But I don't think the Guardians have have a big role in that. I mean, I could be wrong, but so I, I don't know. I don't know. I hope not, man. I hope it don't be like how it was in Doctor Strange. You know. But speaking of Doctor Strange, Thanos, Rick, uh, you didn't sound too happy when I said when I mentioned Doctor Strange, man. What, what's your deal, my guy? What what is going on? E, let me hear your thoughts on it first. Let me hear your thoughts. You know, <laughs> well, B-Seats, B-Seats, Crooklyn, Max. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on Doctor Strange, if you saw it. 
Mios, Queen, anybody. Just, you know, just let me hear what you got to say. Then I'll go last. I'll go <laughs> I last. I love it at BC. So he said, Drax and Peacemaker crossover. No one will see anyone. <laughs> that is true. That okay. Is true. So, Max, BC, you guys haven't seen it. So, do you guys give a fuck if we spoil the movie? I'm I mean, we can or we cannot. It's up to you. No, but BC hasn't seen it, so we want to, you know, do you guys give a fuck if you spoil the movie? Hey, man, listen, I, I, I have a window. Okay, he's waiting on Disney Plus. Maxwell's cheap. But yeah, you know, he's not going, he's not going to move his pay for that. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. I know that for a fact. Uh, yeah, he said he'll be back in 10. All right, it's all right, all right. So look, so Dr. Strange, right? Going into it, this literally happened when I walked in the movie theater, right? I said, hey, I'll come to see uh, Wanda and the Multiverse of Madness. And it was like, don't you mean Dr. Strange? I like, I know what I said. Come to see Wanda and the Multiverse of Madness. I got to take it right here. Because in my mind, I feel like Wanda was going to be like a pivotal piece in this. Because they never really truly, you know, show a villain. Other than Shuma Gorath. They, I mean, they're showing him at like the beginning of the movie or whatever. But had no idea. No idea that she was going to be the villain. Because in WandaVision, how WandaVision ended, it's kind of like, oh yeah, she's meditating, but she was looking at the dark hole. So maybe it didn't it didn't click at that point. But the moment she said America Chavez, and she was like, Oh, you didn't tell me her name, did you? Dr. Strange was like, No, I did not. He like, well, the cat's out the bag. Yes, I'm the one who sent the the monsters after her. And you got X amount of time to, to bring her to me, or I'm gonna wreck your shit. You know, she said it in so many words. So uh, Queen's Ransom said, I loved it, but I also love Wanda. And to me, that was the focus of the movie. Wanda is definitely the focus of the movie. Um, like with House of Vim, you know, those of us that you know read the comics, like she literally uttered the words, no more mutants in that comic, and there was no more mutants, except for like maybe one or two. But and children was part of the situation because I think she lost her kids or something like that. And then she just kind of like, just imagine that I, I got to reread house of them because it's, it's really a rough customer, but, um, it's not what you expected, but at the same time, some of it is what you expected. Um, I wish there were more cameos than what we saw, but there was one particular cameo that solidified a lot of things for me. And Crooklyn says, listen, Wanda said, by any means necessary, get my kids. <laughs> Is it easily? Easily. And it was, okay, the, mo the moment that Dr. Strange got caught and Christine said, you know, the Baxter Foundation, I knew immediately it was Reed Richards. I was like, wait a minute. Yo, are they going to show Reed Richards? Are they going to show the Fantastic Four in this movie? Because I really, I really want to see this, right? Then they mentioned the Illuminati. So for the listeners out there, the Illuminati in the comic books are, cause I think, consist of Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Professor Xavier, uh, I think. Namor. Namor. Namor, yeah. Namor. But they was guarding the Infinity Stones. Like they were, it was like, I think each person had a stone, right? Uh shit. Uh probably, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was guarding that. So, you know, trying to keep it out the wrong hands. And so, like these 
these monarchs, these the master of the mystic arts and you know they've got a, the most powerful mind in the marvel universe they was actually watching over things so that was the illuminati in the comics so to see and reed riches reed riches is part of that too so when i saw reed riches make an appearance i was like damn that is reed riches right there that is mr fantastic god damn i like all right i am all for this we already knew professor xavier was going to show up we already knew about that but i feel like reed riches was the highlight to me until until uh five minutes later was she fucking annihilated everybody <laughs> she, annihilated, she annihilated everybody she made real spaghetti out of mr fantastic it's like she literally now to say now thanos can can you confirm this for me can you uh tell me you agree with this or not to be the smartest man in the marvel universe you did the dumbest shit by saying by telling Wanda this dude can destroy you with a whisper. And well, it wasn't that direct quote, I'm paraphrasing. And then, you know, she said, like, with what mouth? I was like, bro, like, come on, man. You the smartest man in the Marvel Universe. You let that dumb shit slip out of your mouth. Had he not said anything, the movie would have been over right then and there. Because all all Black Bolt had to say was, you know. I'm sorry. That's it. She's gone. She's done. She's not out. It's a wrap. What was your thought on that situation? I mean, e, I didn't write the script. I don't know. I mean, you know, it, <laughs> no, I didn't write this. You know what I'm saying? But but now, nah, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish. I, I'm saying black black boat alone could take out Wanda. L- literally, because Wanda had no idea what black boat's ability is. Like to put it in perspective, because I was telling Queen last night. Hold on, e. um, e, hold on, Crooklyn. This is not the form for that. This is not the form for that. So keep your feelings. <laughs> yes, it is. yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. These are two men, Crooklyn. These are two men. <laughs> keep that to yourself. <laughs> uh, John Krasinski. What what movie has he been in? what like what other movies john krasinski's been in like i I feel like i've seen him wasn't he in like a like a spy thriller movie or something maybe wasn't he like a jack reacher was jack reacher no was he no could be could be i gotta i gotta look him up man was he jack reacher or something like that he was a perfect mr fantastic though I mean, up, up the office. He was in the office. Yeah, he was in the office. He was I, I in the knew office. I seen him before. I knew yeah. I seen him before. I'm like, wait a minute, I know this cat for somewhere. But he did some dumb shit though in this movie. Like he shouldn't have said anything. Black Bolt doesn't say anything because anything he says, whisper or anything, will destroy buildings. A whisper can destroy a skyscraper. So if he actually talked like I'm talking now with those decibels, he can destroy a continent. If he's screaming, he destroyed an entire planet. So that putting you in perspective on what he's able to do against Wanda. Um, if Reed didn't say shit, if Reed didn't say shit, Wanda would have been stopped. The movie would have been over. That would have been a wrap. Eminent, Eminent, and Crooklyn away. He's a uh, Matt Damon's old character. So 
But um, that let us know going forward, this is going to be Mr. Fantastic, and they're going to be Fantastic Four. I thought Franklin Richards was going to show up. That's what I thought. Because she asked Reed, do you have kids? He was like, yes. I'm like, oh, shit. Is Franklin going to show up? Because if Franklin shows up, Wanda for damn sure going to have some problems. Well, I mean. Because I think, I think get- Franklin can, can create universes at a thought. Oh, go ahead, Rick. Well, I mean, you know, you have to think this is a different Earth. This is Earth 838. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, we which, are in 616. Which, which technically should be, and not the, you know, whatever, whatever. But that's the Earth we all should be in right now with, you know, Inhumans and the X-Men and Fantastic Four and blase, blase, blase. So I was a little, you know, mad about that shit, but whatever. I digress. Yeah, yeah. I digress. <clears throat> so what's your thoughts on? I mean, I, I actually enjoyed it. I felt like it should have been more cameos. I felt like this could have been an opportunity to put in like a sneak in a Tom Cruise Iron Man or bring back like Tony in a different a different universe. I feel like in some ways there was missed opportunities, but by the end of the movie, I kind of understood it because it feels like there's going to be a there is going to be another Doctor Strange movie and it's still gonna be dealing with the multiverse. And we still may be, we, we may be able to see more characters that we have not seen in the first movie. Well, here's, so, well, here's the thing. And, and I understand the direction that it was going because they didn't want to have too much cameos because it was going to take away from the main story anyway. And I, and, and I get that. Um, but I was kind of sad to see Wanda's, you know, the Wanda saga like in the way it is, but, but Wanda is loose cannon though. But, understandably so i understand the hurt that she was dealing with because i mean hell you know vision died twice she killed the man and she saw the man get killed <laughs> so, so i'm like that's a lot of trauma that, that, that that's a lot of trauma man like you literally killed your husband and so, so let me ask you how come they, they didn't bring in white vision yo i had that same question where the hell was he but you know he just flew off i guess he's you know, doing some self-discovery or some shit i don't know the same re okay, that same question I had for Doctor Strange when uh Falcon when a soldier shit was going on and WandaVision shit was going on. But that kind of answered that question in the movie too. He was like he wasn't concerned about that. Which I felt like he should have been. Who wasn't concerned about that? Doctor Strange. You remember when he uh he went to go see Wanda? Wanda like you come to me about this whole situation that happened in that time. Oh, yeah, he was like, West, nah. Westview, Westview. But again, yeah, it, Westview. But still, white vision is still out there. Like white vision yeah. is still flying around. Doing God knows what. So I'm Playing just like trees and shit, probably. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm just like, well, you know, if, if you remember at the end of WandaVision, you know, White Vision was able to obtain all the memories, all the whatever of, you know, fake vision. So he knows he has a history of the, the original vision and he just flew off. So I'm like, well, I understand that, you know, Wanda wants her kids, wants her kids, but, you know, vision is still out there. So I'm thinking, well, she don't want to find vision. Mm-hmm. On top of it, like I, I mean, maybe that wasn't in the script or whatever the the writing. I don't know, but I'm like, okay, you, White Vision is still out here somewhere. So are you guys going to bring? Well, I mean, Wanda's dead, allegedly. Allegedly, she's dead. Allegedly, so, I don't think she's like, dead. So what are you going to do with White Vision now? You know, I mean, you know, he's gonna, you know, find peace and the self discovery and all that good stuff. So I mean, maybe that, maybe that's where it's going with that. Maybe he'd be part of the new 
Avengers team. I mean, I heard, heard rumors that, you know, the Avengers is not coming together anymore. I heard they're just going to be like little team ups here and there, which is okay, which I, I, I get that. I understand that. Um, overall, out of out of five, I definitely give it like a four out of five. It was a really good movie. I'm also a big fan of Doctor Strange, too. So, um, but, well, how do you feel about the movie? I think there were several missed opportunities. Mm. Um, you know, when I was watching the trailers, and you remember the the the, the short scenes with eight thirty eight Wanda and six 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 sixteen Wanda, they were yeah. kind of. I was really, 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 really hoping that was X-Men Wanda. Mm. Do you know how it big that would have been? Do you do know how big that would have been? That would have been epic. For it X-Men did, it did mention, they did mention Wanda Gore, though. Wanda. They did mention that. I mean, think about it. X-Men Wanda versus our Wanda, that would have been so fucking dope. I'm like, okay, you can bring... I mean, again, like you said, Xavier's already confirmed. Yeah. So, okay, this would have been cool if you would have had X-Men's Wanda, and I would say, fuck it, throw in Quicksilver. Yeah. Yeah. But would you be upset, though, if if our Wanda destroyed, you know, part of the X-Men team? No. Because I was a little, I was a little, I ain't gonna lie to you. I was a little shook, man. I was like, damn, man, you gonna kill Professor X twice. You know Professor X don't go out like that. In my mind, I was like, Professor X would not go out like that. He definitely wouldn't. Well, I mean, like, uh, I'm assuming that 838 doesn't matter anyway. So I'm like, if you want to bring in 838 nah. X-Men, fuck it. Have Wanda kill kill everybody. If 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 that's the route you want to go, why does it matter? Why does it matter? You could have had the whole you could have had the whole Fantastic Four. You could have had, you know, I mean, you had Captain Marvel, Captain Britain was there, she was dope. You know, both both of them were dope. You know, Black Bolt. And I kept telling you, where the fuck are the inhumans? Well, there's Black Bolt right there, leader of the <laughs> leader of the inhumans. <laughs> leader of the inhumans right there. You know what I'm saying? So it it I think it was a lot of missed opportunities. And I thought it was weird when, you know, Professor X said, well, hey, you know, we we killed Thanos along with Doctor Strange. And you know, you there was that visual of them standing side by side with a dead Thanos right there with whatever the fuck was in his chest. And I'm yeah. like, why would Charles Xavier and Black Bolt and why would they be the ones to team up to, to, to kill Thanos? Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of weird to me. I'm like, because Charles doesn't go anywhere without his X-Men. Right. He's always with Cyclops, Gene, somebody. Well, you know, there's a budget. There's a budget. Oh, and, but wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe this is the comic book version of them facing Thanos. Remember, it wasn't the Avengers facing Thanos in the comics. It was the Avengers and the X-Men and other people facing them. And Thanos was destroying everybody. And I think it took Adam Warlock, Doctor Strange, I, and, and someone else to okay. like aid in that. So where's Warlock? Yeah, well, you know that. You know, like, there's budgets, like, like, there's budgets I, and shit. I mean, it... I know there's missed opportunities, but it's going I, to kill it, them it couldn't really make anyway. it really perfect. But no, if you're going to kill them off anyway, then fuck yeah. it. Add everybody. It doesn't matter. It's a whole nother Earth, which you probably won't even see again. 
You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, if, if they're going to die anyway, then just, you know, and budgets don't matter. I mean, th this is Marvel. This is Disney. Yeah, yeah. They're worth billions. They can add whoever they want to add in. They could have had another Black Panther, an 838 Black Panther. Rest in peace, Chadwick. Rest in peace, Chadwick. But that would have been that would have they could have had that Namor. They could have had Namor. Like it, and even if it was for a couple of seconds or maybe even a minute or two, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see what the harm would have been. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't like A38, Captain Marvel, and Britain. You know, the fight scene was dope, but they all died anyway. And it wasn't long. It wasn't a long fight. Nope. You know, I think so, Captain Britain like did the most. Well, I wouldn't say damage, but she she held out the most. She held she held out her her and Captain Marvel. So I mean again, it I don't think it would have mattered. I don't think it would have mattered. Like again, missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Yeah, I, I think um okay now let me put things in perspective for like Reed Richard's son, Mr. Fantastic. His son possesses the power of warp to warp reality. Kind of like how Wanda does. Now to make any thought or desire come to fruition, even up to a cosmic scale he can create small pockets of universes. That is Reed Richards' son. So had Franklin Richards showed up in this movie, Wanda would have had some serious problems. But this movie was about Wanda primarily. And what, because, I mean, you explore it in WandaVision. You see through her trauma what she did to cope with what she had going on. Um... But in Doctor Strange, you see it like literally explode. But I mean, you you saw it explode in WandaVision to a certain level, but you kind of see her see an error in her ways until she get hands on the dark hold. And then, you know, um, from that standpoint, she found out she has witch abilities. And, you know, she started reading that book and that book corrupts thoughts. So at that point, her innermost thoughts is to have those two boys, no matter what the cost. So at that point, yeah, you know, she was definitely the focal point on that. You know, America Chavez, definitely. Um, but I, I like, I, I do like that little scene. That I mean, that would made it dark. You know, it really stretched the limits of PG thirteen without it giving it an R rating because you know, once Black Bolt, you know, you know, in a in a sense, killed himself by talking. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be nasty. This is going to be a nasty scene right here. This is going to be bad. I mean, that was, that was brutal. That was brutal. I, I didn't think Marvel MCU would, would show it like that. Yeah. Hell, you saw what happened to Falcon Winter Soldier when, um, when old boy killed a dude with the shield, like he kept hitting him with the shield. Yeah. But even with that, I think Disney or Marvel or Disney plus, they, that's censored now. I think they took those scenes out because it's too violent. Man. I think. I think. So I'm just like, well, what, you know, I, I'm surprised that, you know, they they showed that. I'm surprised. Hey, man, it's PG-13. You could you could stretch the limits of a PG-13 movie. Like, you could definitely do that. So, I mean, now, um, I, it, for people watching Marvel's What If, that, that literally put things in perspective, too. Um, now hold up now, Rick. If they censor that, don't they have like a parental thing that you can actually alter that? Because Luke Cage and Daredevil and Punisher yeah. is on on Disney yeah. Plus now, so you have to sign okay. up so, for that. But, so, you know, so for those who have kids or whatever, 
you know, parents have the option to be like, well, nah, you can't, we don't accept this. You know what I'm saying? So. So what you thought about that mid credit scene? Oh, with Clear? Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, FYI, Clear is actually Dr. Strange's wife. Yeah. And I mean, Marvel did confirm that that's going to be the new love interest in um, the movies. Since, of course, Christine, Dr. Strange's old girlfriend or whatever, her, his old flame got married. Mm-hmm. So this is his new love interest. And I get it. That's his, it only, makes, that's his only love interest yeah, actually, yeah, in the comics. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Oh, clear strange. And I've also read that the events that happened in Loki started this whole started this whole thing off. They didn't even reference Loki. We they didn't reference Loki, but I read somewhere that this was the start of it. That like what happened in Loki started like when they killed um when they killed old boy at the end of the series, that will cause a you remember what he said before he died, before he got killed. He was like, All right, it's gonna have some lasting effects. And you know he got killed. These are the effects now, because we led to believe that Doctor Strange did this. But you know it's speculation that what happened in Loki at the end of Loki started this whole thing off, which kind of makes sense. So, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I just saw somewhere they start filming Loki season two next month. Yeah, yeah. So. Time police, man. I like it. I like it. I, I I'm a nostalgic person, so the stuff that I've seen in Loki, um, like I wanted to have, like the the old computers. I was like, I don't I don't know why. Don't don't ask. I'm like, dang, I kind of want that. And I actually looked it up too, and it's, it's actually a real computer, and it's pretty damn expensive for that retro computer. But still, yet yeah, though, at at the point in time that I was looking at, I was like, damn, I kind of want that computer just to have it, like just put it on my desk. They say, hey, I have something from the movie Loki, but yeah, but alas, I don't I don't have that kind of lack of funds in, you know what I mean? I don't have no kind of funds. Stop it. Stop it. Stop what? the madness. Stop what? the madness. What you mean? Go go look at that computer. Oh uh, the Loki computer on uh on Google. I guarantee you that thing is uh pretty expensive. More money than what I would spend. I'll say that. How, is that better, Thanos Rick? Is that better? No. <laughs> <laughs> come on man come on man i don't i'm not rich that's you that is you three-story house thanos rick that is what you do you're gonna come at me about housekeepers bro like that's that's bad so i mean but with with dr strange um it does lead on to more things and i know myself uh Crooklyn and uh Queen Max and uh and Timothy we're actually going to have a conversation hopefully today hopefully we have a deep conversation about it but we didn't spoil it too too much but there's a lot of there's a lot of things I, I wish the X-Men well uh, X-Men did show up Professor X but I wish there was more X-Men that showed up in it well, but no. like I said like oh go ahead how did you feel about Doctor Strange well Zombie Strange not gonna lie, I was grossed out. It was gross. It was nasty. <laughs> really? I was like, ew. You know what I'm saying? Like, ew. Disgusting. Oh, with, the, with the third eye and all that shit. But but, but it, it was hard. I liked it. I liked it. You know what I'm saying? He had the souls and turned into like a, like a flying cape. I'm like, okay, I dig this. I dig this. You know what I'm saying? Didn't make a difference to Wanda, but it was dope. It was cool seeing that. So, 
I mean, I thought, okay, so what happened at the end of Marvel's What If, it kind of, it almost seems like this Doctor Strange was actually turning to be a good guy, but when you saw him in this movie, he wasn't really a bad guy per se, but he was like guarding that book. He's like, you don't want this, or whatever the case may be, and I'm willing to fight for that. You know, of course, you know, he got impaled, but um, that kind of like just... In a sense, that totally erases what's going on in Marvel's What If. So you got to, and I, and I know there's going to be a second season of Marvel What If. So that it's going to be weird. It was kind of gross though. I, I, I now that you say that, there's a lot of things going on in this um, sanctuary sanctorum. Well, I mean, uh, America Chavez. I'm assuming since she's now training at the, uh, at the uh, what's the name of the, uh... oh, at the temple. Yeah, so I guess she's a disciple now there, which yeah. I'm kind of trying to make trying to make magic circles, man. You know, I'm I'm curious to see how that goes because she wasn't that wasn't in the comics, was it? I know she's a a a, a newer character. Yeah, whatever. Um, but I don't believe that was the way in the comics. So I'm I'm kind of curious to see how that training or whatever that that connection with you know her Wong Strange, the temple. Curious to see how how that's gonna go, and she can still punch holes through through, through multiverses, through universes. Yeah. So, yeah, she got time travel, interdimensional travel. Um, she can create star star portal creation. Yeah, which which makes she came me out in two thousand eleven. That that's when her first appearance. Which makes me question. Who's to say that the X-Men, Fantastic Four, Neymar, all these movies coming out, who's to say that it's all going to take place in the same universe? Oh, shit. I hope to God that it does take place <laughs> in the same universe. Because my mind can't take it, man. Because I, I mean, don't think want about see, it. Think about I don't it. want to see no CW shit. <laughs> well, I mean, think about it. You have a person who can punch holes. So we could be like, well, hey, let's go pop in on Professor X and, and, the, and the mutants. Hmm. Let's go, America, and they pop in on them or whatever. Like, I don't like who's to say? Who's to say? Unless Loki, because again, the 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 main what was it called in Loki? The um the branch, the main branch line, the, the universe line, it broke off at the end of Loki. So unless somehow, and this is also another theory or whatever. If they can somehow bring those lines back to the main line, does it mean that everything comes together to one universe, one main universe after it's all fixed and repaired? Is that how we get Fantastic Four, X-Men all on the same timeline? Oh, man. It's two I don't... theories. It's two of them. I don't know. I don't know how, what, I don't know, but... Loki, Loki, having having all the timelines brought back into one seems the most feasible because they have to repair it to prevent the multiversal war. Another one, right? Right, right, right. So if you fix it, if you can bring all the lines back to the main timeline, maybe that's how you bring in X Men, Fantastic Four, Deadpool, Blase, 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 Blase. I mean, that's a good theory. That's a good theory. I mean, now that you got multiple multiple universes, I mean, it would make more sense to introduce the X Men in a different universe because that's that's a safe bet, considering what happened in New York, and the X Men did not make an appearance. 
So that kind of explains why mutants is not in that universe. But uh, you know, or something can happen in their universe where they can just do a universal jump to six one six, and they are just in New York. You know, something can something catastrophic could happen that make them just jump universes. You know what I mean? And you know, we no longer have the Avengers. We have the X Men. You know, it, it, I don't know, man. It's a lot of possibilities here. I just don't want stuff to get all tied up like like in the CW. I mean, I, I know with the Flash, one of the main complaints with the Flash is like this dude go back in time so many goddamn times, like it's crazy. But um, that part, I just don't want to get mixed up. I think with the new Black Panther movie. Yes, you will be introduced to Submariner because of what was said in Endgame with Okoye, what she said. Like, there's rumbles in the ocean. We just don't research it. Uh, it's like, I think you know what I mean? Reach. I think that was a reach. You think that was a reach? Yeah. That was that was in the ocean's floor. I don't think that meant anything. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You don't think so? So, you don't think Submariner is not, is, isn't going to show up? You don't think he's going to show up in a... Namor is coming. Like, I mean, that that's confirmed. I just don't think that I, I don't think that line was a reference to Namor. I think that was a throwaway to get fans excited because Marvel knows how to get fans excited. Yeah, they, they know. Marvel, MCU, Disney, they know how to get people talking and you know rumors spread and all the excitement. They know, and I don't. I'm, I'm not falling for it. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to fall for it, man. Because <laughs> the, the the way Okoye said it, it was like we're leaving it alone. It's almost like they know what's down there. It's like, nah, we ain't fucking with that. We ain't got. To, we don't have the time or energy to deal with this whole thing with with the king of the sea. We yeah, we we'll deal with that on our own time. Just don't worry about it. Don't don't try to investigate it. We got heavy losses right now. And we, you know, we we're broken up. Nah, that would that would have felt like that energy that Okoye was giving off. That was the kind of energy that she was giving off. Like they they knew what was down there. We're just not fucking with it. And I think that's what. But I, I feel yeah. like Submariner will show up in Black Panther too, and it's gonna cause some problems. Well, I mean but, that that's that that is the rumor. I don't think yeah. it's been confirmed. I mean, I don't think, but Riri will show up in Black Panther too. Yeah, she that, is. That's confirmed. Yeah. Riri Williams, man. I cannot wait, man. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Just to see her and, and Shuri interact with each other. Um, now, Riri Williams, you know, for the listeners that may not know, uh, she actually created her own, like, Iron Man armor. Um, she's like, you know, I think uh, black girl in inner city, and she's like super, super, super smart. And in the comic books, um tony starts like hologram or something like was like talking to her and then she's like a, a tinkerer so she actually did her own suit and she goes by the name of iron heart and i do have iron heart number one though i do have that and i do have iron heart uh with miles morales spider-man comic too which that's gonna be a nice little penny but um i cannot wait for riri to show up I'm going to pop hard for that. I'm not even going to lie to you. When I'm in the movie theater, once she's introduced, I'm going to stand up. Stand up and clap. Waiting for that. Because if you were to look at like the passing of the torch, people are dropping like flies in the OG Avengers. Think about it. Captain America, gone. Uh, Iron Man, gone. Thor, still alive. Retired, apparently. You know, Hulk, 
eh, doing his own thing somewhere. Black Widow, gone. Wanda, gone, allegedly. It's like somebody, and like Hawkeye, it seems like he's passing the torch over to Kate. So it's like, you know, we've done enough superheroing for, you know, for the next millennia. We won't pass this on to you. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's going, you know, you got Miss Marvel coming out. You got all these young, young people. You might see like a young Avengers with, you like maybe one or two of the old heads like training and teaching. This could be one of them situations. Who yeah. knows? Well, I, I think if, if I read, I don't know, I might have read a synopsis or something somewhere. Um, Riri is at MIT studying. Yep. And, you know, I guess Sherry or whoever, somebody from Wakanda makes an appearance there. I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how it's all going to, you know, form. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You say she's at MIT? Isn't Peter and Ned and Mary Jane is at going to MIT? Not Peter, no. But Ned and Mary Jane is going. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. Is Peter going to MIT? I don't know. I thought he was. I got to rewatch No Way Home. But no, I, 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 don't, thought... I, I think he had to retake some classes or something like I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is further down the timeline. Maybe they are there at MIT. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I, th- I think I read somewhere Reeves they're studying and then they meet up or whatever. And then I don't know. Crickland's right. He's doing his GED. That's yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Now yeah, maybe he's doing his GED. Now what if, what if Riri ends up getting her tech from Wakanda? Ooh. Wakandian tech. Oh, because I mean, she, she's super smart. She knows how to build stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I doubt she has the same resources that Tony had to build all the shit he built. So maybe a lot of her tech resources, whatever, is from Wakanda. And that's well, maybe, how she suit. And maybe Shuri helps her out with the suit. I don't know. I'm 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 just I'm just theorizing. Or maybe Shuri like, you know, beams in on Riri and her abilities. Like maybe he she might just walk by and see her tinkering on some stuff and he she sees herself in her. That kind of thing. Maybe that maybe that was going to end up happening. Maybe, but they're going to meet. They're going to meet. I just want that interaction between Shuri and Riri. That's what that's what I want to see. Because Shuri in the comics, she's like literally one of the smartest people in the Marvel universe. I think she I think she rivals Reed Richards. I think, if I'm not mistaken, as far yeah. as her level of intellect. Yeah, but you know, again, it on how she builds the suits, you know, she'll, she'll need resources. She'll need whatever, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. You know, Wakanda tech, you know, it's the, the same best tech with, ever. With, with, with Peter Parker, you know, Tony built that suit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, it'll, it'll probably be the same type of situation to where, you know, these guys don't have resources. So you have to go to someone else to get it, to have the stuff. Right. Made, so probably speaking of tech, I'm gonna tell you right now, man, I understand why Peter threw away that suit, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I personally would not thrown away that damn suit. No, like the, the people that I have fought over the time, Thanos, the Lizard, Green Goblin, and I'm going to go back to the old suit that tears that I, I got to keep sewing together. Nah, I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep that start tech. You can forget that noise. Nah, nah. Well, I, I mean, I, he, that couldn't be me. He just still has the glasses, right? Uh, he, uh, I got to rewatch the movie now. I got to rewatch it. 
Because Green Goblin beat the shit out of him. I mean, oh, that, he, that, that was a work. brutal fight. That was brutal. That was brutal. yeah. He went to work on Peter, man. I, that was brutal. I mean, he delivered the he delivered hands to that man. But I, I mean, look, you got no Mary Jane. You lost your best friend. You're gonna live in an apartment. Going to get your GED, and you're gonna go back to your old Spider Man suit. I'm gonna come out at least with one dub, and that start tech is that one dub. Like I gotta. I kind of hope they would have kept him and Mary together, Mary Jane. But but that's Peter's story though. His his story is pain. You know that that's that's his story. Um. You know he didn't have a Gwen Stacy. You know he lost Gwen like in Amazing Spider Man. He Gwen Stacy is his first girlfriend, which in the comics that's his first girlfriend. She died. Well, but, that, that's that's from the other universe. Yeah, that's from the other universe. And, and you, you know. know. <laughs> yeah, Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I hate this shit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it, y'all. Listen, I hate this. The multiverse and all this shit is it's cool. And I understand, you know, when MC was first doing their thing with the movies, they didn't have all the rights to all the characters. I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. So now they're trying to scramble and, you know, create some shit and bring everybody together. I get it. But I still hate it because I'm like, come on. Come on, this is stupid. You know, and to be honest, I didn't like when Wanda killed off everybody in 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 Doctor. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. She had to establish dominance, though, man. Especially, how, how would you how would you know that she's OP if she didn't kill all the major players? Listen, especially back Black Bolt. As much as I how I've been wanting in he was to make an appearance. <laughs> He first, only lasted you know five this. minutes. First, you know this. You know this. I've been wanting. Can we please get an Inhumans movie or something? Wanda fucking killed, he fucking killed him. Like, well, goddamn. <laughs> well, well, blame Reed Richards for that. Uh, that Reed Richards' fault. He the one who said, "Look, this man can destroy you with his mouth." Like, nah, that's that's the wrong play, dog. That's the wrong play. That that's that's not what you were supposed to do. Listen, we'll be back after this uh, message. We're going to the second half of the show. And we're definitely going to be talking about uh, Roman Reigns. And is Who? he the GOAT? Who? Roman Reigns? Who? Roman Reigns. What? Roman what? Reigns. What? Is he the GOAT? What? Uh, back after this. <laughs> oh, also, to the listeners, I have I have Thanos Rick's famous Star Wars rant. I found the clip. No, man. I found, <laughs> I found the clip. And I'm gonna play the clip. I'm gonna play the clip out after after this uh break. So we'll be back. Please don't play this clip, E. Yo, what's happening? It's your boy Earth's Met the Mad Scientist, and I still have this question for you. Have you visited our website yet? We got a 35% off sale going on from the 11th through the 15th. I said it again: 35% off from May 11th through the 15th. All you have to do is click on our apparel section on our website, orangephoenixmedia.com, and it'll take you straight to the sale. You need to go ahead and get your sale on. You need to go ahead and get your buy on because we got all things getting them from Marvel to DC to anime to manga, you name it. We got it, man. We got it from T-shirts, 
hoodies, laptop cases, phone cases. You need to click on the apparel section from May 11th through the 15th to get your 35% off. Also, when you visit the Orange Phoenix Media website, you get to see the digital magazine. So if you just so happen to miss a month, or if you're a first-time user of the digital magazine of Orange Phoenix, you need to check that magazine out. It comes out every single month, and we got the May issue on the way. So orangephoenixmedia.com, you need to click on that and get your favorite designs, man. I'm telling you, orangephoenixmedia.com. Go there. Check it out right now. Moderate Mark Productions. I remember waking up early, hopping on some Sonic Heroes Looking back at it like, dang man, I feel old It's all good, still in the neighborhood Pulling jugs, making moves like I did when I was a kid Never forget the days that were spent playing DBC After we watched it on the TV We talking about the things that made me who I am now A real otaku in the flesh and I'm not backing down We gotta keep the tradition alive Like taking care of a car, keeping the engine alive Run it up. up, still remember when Mario Sunshine came Mario. out Friends wanted me to go out, but I stayed in the house, the house. I was playing Tekken 4 till 4 till four. Oh man, I forgot to do my chores do my chores. Oh man, can't remember being poor Watching yeah. anime, playing PGs, uh-huh. that was every day uh-huh. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour Shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still on it Spent the whole weekend on Toonami uh-huh. Playing video games by the hour, by the hour. Oh my gosh, shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, shit uh-huh. ain't nothing like nostalgia I remember watching in around 12 a.m. when Adult Swim was on Yeah, I thought I was grown, but we did not care We were living out our dreams Otaku Nation, baby, I be rapping for the team I just bought Fire Emblem for the 3DS But it reminds me of Final Fantasy All the memories At my Uncle Steve house, me, Shy and D Up all night on that NFL street Waking up real early in the morning Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still on it Spent the whole weekend on Toonami uh-huh. Playing video games by the hour, by the hour. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Waking up real early in the morning, in the morning. Watching anime, chilling with the homies Playing video games by the hour uh-huh. Oh my gosh, shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. All grown up and we still on it Spent the whole weekend on Toonami uh-huh. Playing video games by the hour, by the hour. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, shit ain't nothing like nostalgia oh my God. Yeah. If that's how you make a song about nostalgia You feel me? <laughs> you know we still on it Never stop, never stop.
I rap for the kid that was too young to stay up and watch his favorite anime on Adult Swim. I rap for the kid that never got to finish that episode of Big O right before school. The school bus always came before it went off. Yeah. Otaku forever. Nostalgia forever. Yeah. Don't stop. Don't stop. Young Becker. Don't stop. Hell, we are back. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. I don't believe you. Man. I don't what? Believe what you talking about? You know, go ahead. I don't care. Go ahead. Go ahead. What? What did I do? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what did I do, man? What, what did I do? Explain to me what did I do. What, what did I do, Rick? I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. I told you. I told you it was coming. I told you. But you know what? What what you I listened to your clip. I listened to your clip. And you was absolutely right on everything. No, I wasn't. Like, no, I yes, wasn't. you were. I wasn't right. Yes, you were. I wasn't right. You you don't remember what you said? I remember but E, I was being a fan and I was upset. I had a fan moment. We all had You had a fan moments. moment, but it was a factual moment because oh. everybody Everybody no. that was listening to the show at that time was like, yeah, Rick, tell them apart, no, Rick. Do no, what you gotta do, it's, Rick. It's, it's, cut the music. Cut the music. <laughs> Go ahead, man. To all, to all the listeners, E is gonna play you a very old clip of subjective words and language that I had regarding Star Wars. And, uh -huh. and I admit, I was upset, I was angry, I wasn't I wasn't in my right mind. But it was right. It was my opinion. It's all subjective. I was wrong to say it. And I apologize. I you wish got e, nothing to I wish E won't wouldn't play this fucking clip, but he's about to. And I'm 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 gonna be embarrassed. But hey, go ahead, E. If you want to embarrass your boy. Go ahead and embarrass you. I'm not trying to embarrass you. All I'm saying, okay, Rachel O says she's already listened to it. Like yeah. She went back on past show. Rachel, I know she's what, I, was I know she right. Heard. Yeah. But was Rick right in what he was saying? <sighs> yeah. See? I don't believe this shit. Okay. <laughs> and he was right, though. You was right. All right. All right. Y'all check it out. Clip from, uh, let's see, it was 2019. Didn't Rise of Skywalker came out in 2019, I don't right? No. 18, I don't, 18, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but see, that's what you said. Very valid point. But yeah, we're going to listen to the clip, man. Check it out. As promised to the listeners, man. I got you. Check it out. You know, and then it hit me again. This movie spent so much time trying to fucking correct The Last Jedi that it took away from what it could have been. So, to the director, Ryan Johnson, of The Last uh -huh. Jedi. Right, right. You're probably not listening, but I hope you are. You're a fucking hack. You're a hack. <laughs> and I need you to stay away from every Star Wars property that is coming through the pipeline. Just Ryan Johnson, stay the fuck away from Star Just stay away. Stay away. You are very because upset individual, right? Because J.J. had to come and clean up your shit. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? To fill, this, to fill this plot holes, to correct things that you fucking did in The Last Jedi. JJ had to c- clean that shit up. I think it, j- it just goes to show that, you know, I think the fans, the, the critics, listen, and JJ even admitted it. I was reading, like, JJ knew. He's like, look, we're making decisions. Some won't be happy, some will. But I took that as, okay, JJ, you, you got to clean this shit up. I get it. Because JJ really didn't think that he would come back and do another Star Wars film. They called him back. Hell, they, they probably begged him. JJ, please come back and save our shit. Ryan fucked it up. He <laughs> fucked it all up. Please come back. So I think JJ, JJ Abrams did all the best he could do. Even though some people still, you know, I think it got what a fifty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes. It, 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 yeah, it got yeah. poor reviews. Now some people liked it, some people hated it. Personally, I thought I thought it was okay, but it just left a lot of questions. The first one being, why in the fuck would you put in the goddamn opening sequence? You know, there's a mysterious thing from Emperor Palpatine. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Don't don't. Don't give up the goods now. Let build up to that. And Jimmy was agreeing with you, like, dude is an idiot. He like the whole Snoke situation pissed him off. And well, Snoke was useless. I'm like, okay, well, what was the point of Snoke? If you were see again, that's JJ because some were some people were saying, well, hey, Emperor Palpatine, that was the plan all along. I don't fucking believe that shit. I don't. I think, like I keep saying, JJ had to come and clean this shit up. Hey. Yeah, he killed Ryan killed off Snoke. This fucking hat killed Snoke. So now we need a new big bad. Now, I would have been cool with Kylo Ren being the new big bad guy. Because I liked how now in, in Force Awakens, Last Jedi, I thought Kylo was a, a little snot. He was bratty. <laughs> he was emotional. When things didn't go his way, he was blowing up shit. Like he's a fucking kid. He's, he's pretty a emo. Kid. But pretty in emo. this one. Okay, Kylo's a man now. You know, he's strong. <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, strong. You know, he, he, he been in the gym. He been in the gym working out. I'm okay, Kylo, you a man now. You a man, oh, Kylo. You know oh, what I'm oh, saying? I read, read. Now, no, um, let me now, finish. I'll... Let me finish. So now, you know, I'm okay, Kylo. This, this is the Kylo I wanted to see. You know, he, you know, had his helmet rebuilt. You know, looking all cool with the, with the red marks and shit. I'm like, okay, Kylo, you a fucking man now, Kylo. Take your shit back. Take it. You kill Snoke, take the shit over. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning of the movie, he's killing people, trying to find the fucking Wayfinder. I'm like, yeah, Kylo, yeah, show who the fuck you are. You know what I'm saying? Kylo's a man now. You know what I'm saying? He had his boys with him. You know, he had his boys, and the Knights of Ren, all dressed in black. I'm like, yeah, this this, this going to be that shit. But then they fucked up the Knights of Ren. I'm like, okay, how come you didn't let these guys do anything? You know what I'm saying? And then about and now let's fast forward to the end of the movie, you know. Well, you know what? No, I'm away. I'm away. I'm away. Go ahead. E. I'm away. Away. All right. So we we back now. So now Thanos, you was right on every single thing that you said. <sighs> you know. <laughs> every, you know it. it uh, <laughs> everything. Everything uh, you said was correct. Uh, looking back at it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Looking back at it, I I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're right know. though. You're I right. Will, I, I will think, let everyone else comment. I'll let I everyone. I think what you were saying was everybody was thinking, and you were just 
You were just expressing people's thoughts. See? See, Rachel even said valid points. <laughs> your, your delivery. <laughs> say your delivery. Rachel Lowe, I was upset. I was upset. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. I was upset. I was upset. But, you know, and you know what? Some some bits of the of the clip was funny. I giggled a little bit. I chuckled. You know what I'm saying? But you know, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, look, okay, you threw us off guard, right? You threw us off guard. And it's like, oh shit, man. Like Thanos is upset. And like, but then again, we was like, yeah, he was right. He was right. He was right. So, but yeah, but I mean, I'm rewatching Star Wars now. I'm on Empire right now. So I'm going to get to the last trilogy um, pretty soon. But I'm going to rewatch it and check. You know what else I'm rewatching? Um, I'm rewatching Dragon Ball Z from the first episode. Yeah. Uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, I was doing that too, actually. That's funny. I was doing this. Really? Yep. When did you start watching it again? Oh, this had to be three weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So yeah, I mean, I started like last night. So I'm right now. I'm on. I'm obviously I'm on the Saiyan Saga. You know, Piccolo training Gohan. You know, Nappa and Vegeta showing up. Um, now Max would say, "Do you have a bot set?" No, no, no. We got streaming. You know, Funimation, um, Funimation Network. Oh, Crunchyroll. I don't think Crunchyroll had Dragon Ball Z. I don't think, but Funimation definitely does. And yeah, uh, are, are you you got the bot set Thanos Rick? Are you streaming it? Well, it's on my hard drive. Oh, okay. So he got it on his hard drive. But I, you know, I, I watch it on stream service. Wait a minute. So that means you got the Bruce Falconer Dragon Ball Z with the the Americanized music, don't you? Uh yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I got the original Japanese audio. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's on Funimation. And I'm, you know, um <clears throat> Mio says I believe Dragon Ball Z and Super are all on Hulu. Yeah, I know Dragon Ball is. I know, I know Super, Super is. is. Super is. Super, because yes. that's that's how I finished Super. It was on Hulu. So okay, okay. So I don't I don't think Z is, but I know for sure Super is. Maybe Z Kai is on Hulu. I gotta look again to make sure. But I'm how I've been watching Dragon Ball Z, I've been using uh Funimation Network. So, but yeah, so the next topic is uh Roman Reigns. Is he is he the GOAT? Is he no, not the goat, but is he is he a goat? Like is he is he one of the goats? So well, there can't be a goat. No. Well, 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 yeah, there, there is. Can only be the goat, and that goat is Ric Flair <laughs> to me. That, that, he is the goat. But I so we got Maxwell on. And I just want y'all to know I'm reporting this show. If you ever say Roman Reigns and the word goat in the same sentence again. I mean, is he truly good? I, I will report this to the platform and you will be out of here, sir. Don't you <laughs> ever, ever, ever do that again. I okay. asked the question. I okay. just asked the question. Okay, well, well, Max, who is your goat? Hate him or love him. You got to give it to Hulk Hogan. He put professional Get the fuck out of here. Hold on, let me tell you why. Hold on, hold on. Get the fuck out of here, Max. Let me explain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You interrupted our show for that bullshit. <laughs> time, time out. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Thanos, Rick. Before Hulk Hogan came along, how many people actually knew about professional wrestling? I did. Well, I'm just one person, but 
He is the name that's always going to be synonymous with prof- Max sports does, entertainment. Max, does that matter today? Yes, it does. Why? Because it wouldn't have... Ch- the WWE... Max, think about wait, it. Wait, does it, that it, matter it, it, hold on. in 2022? Yes, it does. It still matters. It still matters, sir. Because anytime you ask somebody, except, um, well, okay, I, let me take that back. Over the age of 18... What they know about professional wrestling. Even the most casual fan will say, oh, I know who Hulk Hogan is, or I know who Ric Flair is. They got to... Come on, man. Keep it real, okay, man. So and I, and I, I, I'm not saying he was the greatest wrestler ever. No. He definitely ain't that. You just said people... But in terms of professional wrestling, making the money that they have made as a whole in the last 30 to 40 years, Hold on. You just said people who are over 18 know Hulk Hogan? Yeah. No Hulk Hogan or or no of Hulk Hogan. It's a difference, Max. You're tr- you're, you're moving the goalposts here. Thing no, right. I'm not. I'm, I'm surely not. I'm surely not. Max, think about it. People who are 18 or over, Max, we are far from 18. Exactly. But we got to be honest. Nobody, he, if it wasn't for him and what he, he paved the way for professional wrestling to make all this big money that they're making now. Even people like Roman Reigns who are signing three-year, $15 million contracts. Hulk Hogan opened that door. Let's stop saying like, let's like, say what you want about him. You can call him a racist. You can call him a horrible wrestler. You can call him bald-headed. You can call him what you want, but oh, if oh, that's it was true. not for he, he's him. He's always, he always involving. Oh, that's true, Max. Oh, that's true. All of it. It's not a lie. <laughs> but it, had it not been for him, sir, these wrestlers would not be making the money and get the opportunities that they have gotten. So to Max's point, I get what I get what he's saying. Like in the eighties, uh, he he was able to put butts in seats, but that was more of a he put but butts in seats. Okay, so for me, also was saying so to Rick Flair. Rick Flair did that too. So what Mills was saying, he was like, Hogan was just a face. Vince could have put anybody. No, he could not have Mills. I mean, because he, he tried it. it. He tried it. Andre the Giant was the biggest draw before Hogan. Well, hold on, hold on, E. Your guy, Ric Flair. Ric Flair was just as big as Hogan. But Ric, you know, Ric Flair on because... the cover of Sports Illustrated ever. And I love Ric Flair. I am the biggest Ric Flair homer you may ever meet. But, but... Ric Flair has a thirty for thirty, and people still quote Ric Flair to this day. Yes. But in terms people, of if people still any, rock that big gold belt as if they are Ric Flair. And and Ric Flair was a part of a federation that died. Two of them. Yeah. The NWA and WCW. WWE would not be worth up what they are now had Hulk Hogan not came on. So you're hold on, Max. So to to be clear, because I, I don't want to misconfuse. You're saying Hogan. You're confused Hogan's, anyway, sir. Hogan's the go. Hogan's the go because of what he did for wrestlers today. If it wasn't, if there wasn't a Hulk Hogan, there would not be a Roman Reigns. R- Roman Reigns would I, be on what? a practice squad in the NFL, probably playing for the Carolina Panthers or something. How do we know Roman even looked up to Hogan when he was coming up? Ain't about who you looked up. Wait, yes, it is. He, come on, yes, man. it is. Yes, it is. He probably Max, did. He, Max, he comes from Max, a wrestling family. Max, come on, Max, you, you are stretching it, Max. You're stretching it. 
stretch wear. Well, well, now, to Rick's point, now, all right, now, to Max's point, now, he did put out some valid points there because Hogan did, you know, that once he, okay, Hogan got put on the map when he slammed Andre the Giant because Andre the Giant was the biggest draw before Hogan. So once that happened, that catapulted Hogan to to that certain level. So that, well, I actually, think that was more... let me correct you. Hulk Hogan became a big name when he beat Iron Sheet. And oh, Vince yeah, 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 was smart yeah, that's enough right, that's right, that's to right. create the rock and wrestling, which in retrospect, that was a horrible cartoon <laughs> in retrospect. Did but, I get you that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> okay. um, he got nationwide exposure. Like, it was the perfect storm. Like, Hulk Hogan was the man that took he took the WWF global, man. So, I, I okay. So, again, to Max's point, and I get what Thanos read because I said the same thing. Rick like, man, get the fuck out of here with Hogan. But at the same time, Hogan's accomplishment in the 80s, it did make WWE uh, a global entity um, as far as people that never watched wrestling that day in their life. Um, think about it. tune in to watch wrestling now. As far as like Rick Flair's concerned, Rick Flair's been wrestling globally. And thank you, Rachel Lowe. Thank you, Rachel Lowe. What's well, I'm not a huge wrestling fan, but I do know marketing. Hogan's marketing term team is the GOAT. It really could have been any other character, he simply had the right team, yes. Which no. means, which <clears throat> means, which means going back to Mio's, he was the face. Vince put him there, Vince could put anybody in that spot. That's wrong. True, That's true. Wrong. You can't deny that. Wrong. Vince has been putting people wrong. in the spot for years. You can't deny that. You can't even deny that. If I had a you buzzer, can't. I would buzz you right now. Anybody. <laughs> Survey if, says. If Vince didn't want him there, Hogan wouldn't beat her, Max. You know that. Survey you know that, says. Max. <laughs> okay. But I say, okay. I say Max got valid points because Max's favorite wrestler is Ric Flair. So, so let me ask you this, Rob. No, don't, don't I, 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 you, you know good and damn well if Vince did not want him there, he wouldn't be there, Max. It's been away for years. It, it's it's let, still let that me, way. To, let to me ask you. Way. To, okay. If, I, I'll, I'll if give you Vince, the If Vince would have pushed Ricky Steamboat or Randy Savage the same, they would have been just as big, don't you okay. think? Like, I feel so, like Savage would have been just as big, too. Okay, so Vince. let's take it a step further then. So if Hogan ain't the GOAT, that means Vince the GOAT then. Let's be real then. Vince is the GOAT. Max, the question, no, not, asked, not, not, not. the question you asked is weird. Hey, Hogan's the goat. Not, not, not Hogan, Hogan, hey, isn't, Hogan isn't a wrestling goat. Let's be clear about that, Max. Hogan isn't a wrestling goat. Hogan's a terrible wrestler. So the question I never said he was, is weird. But he's still the goat. Of what, Max? What the fuck? Of do you mean? professional wrestling. <laughs> Why? Okay. Do you think The Rock would have actually got if it wasn't for Hogan opening that door? Do you think The Rock would have been the actor he is today, opening making door. all that money? Opening the door. So Hogan's the goat because he opened doors. Is, yes. is that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. okay. I, I, in my hot take for the day, that means Martin Luther King is the go to civil rights movement. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's funny you say that because no one says, you know, my man, uh, uh, um, Mr. Bill Russell's the goat. He opened the door. We call Jordan the goat. We don't call Jordan, Bill Russell the goat, but Bill right. Russell opened the door because didn't. Jordan opened the door 
No, you can't yeah. do that, Max. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, Bill oh, Russell's the GOAT because he opened the door. It ain't Jordan. No, no, no. Jordan is the GOAT because he transcended, he transcended basketball. Bill Russell ain't never get a shoe. He the game for basketball. Like with Magic, Magic didn't get a shoe. Bird didn't get a shoe. Max, they you are full same. of shit. <laughs> How? How? Max, you are full of shit. How? Hey, well, hold on, I hold on, hold on. Hold on. the same argument. So, Max, your argument was... That Hogan opened the door for other people, right? Well, he did so did Bill Russell. Bill Russell did not. Other black Jordan players. did. Nobody so, so, had so, a okay. shoe name so after them until Jordan came. So Rob, so Bill. Nobody Russell got, got the kind of bread Max, you, 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 off you outside of the, basketball before Max, I'm, Jordan. I'm Come on, I'm, man! I'm using your argument. I'm using and your I, argument. Hogan you're not using the door, and that's why Bill you Russell never, opened the door. This is why you could never defend me in court because you're wrong. You're not defending me right. So if you're going to do it, let me do it. I'm going to defend myself. Jordan is the GOAT because prior to Jordan, nobody in the NBA was making the type of money outside of basketball that he was. Now, let me okay. – Bird and Magic had a shoe. But if you remember, they wore the same model Converse just in different colors. That's not what I'm saying. No, let me finish. That ain't my point. Let me finish. Go off. Go off. That ain't my point, but go off. Until Jordan, you had never seen a basketball player transcend basketball and open the type of doors that Jordan did. And Bill Russell, you're, you're, that's, va- that's invalid because he wasn't even the first black player in the, in the league, bro. Did Bill so, Russell, did he, or did he not transform the league or transcend the league at that point? No. Will yes, if you want to, the, the way you're talking about Bill it. Russell then? Who was better than Bill Russell then? Who was better? Will. <laughs> Will. Bill Russell got more rings than Jordan because he had Havlicek. You know, I'm done. A couple done. other white dudes that could actually Hogan's play. Hogan's the goat. Go ahead, Max. You got it. You got it. <laughs> but I get okay. It. I get what Rob is saying, and I get what Max is saying. So you got it, what Max. Rob is saying is about Bill, like when he compared Bill Russell. So, so Bill Russell has more rings than Jordan. But as far as what Bill Russell did for the state of basketball, it's like making it an international phenomenon. Chinese people didn't he, want to watch Bill Russell play. They wanted did, to watch Jordan. He didn't Jordan. do it. Right. So when when Jordan came in, the, well, Magic actually kind of, Magic in a way kind of started it or whatever because basketball was in a decline. NBA was in a decline. Because I, I actually watched Winning Time, even though it was a dramatization, you know, NBA wasn't the, the entity it was. So when Jordan jumped in, and then he, you know, they put out the Air Jordans. He was doing Space Jam and all that. It became like an international phenomenon at that point. So, so from that standpoint on his accomplishments, he became the GOAT because of what he did for the state of basketball, not just himself. So even though Ric Flair is my guy, he's my GOAT. Um, For what Max is saying with uh, Hogan, Hogan is not the GOAT wrestler per se. Ric Flair is always going to be the better wrestler, like hands down, back to front, side to side, longer than Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage, or whichever. But since he's been put in place at that point in time, what he did for wrestling as a global entity, that can't be denied. Or, or what he's done. Because, because of it, the WWE primarily, being a global entity, that put butts and seats and that actually for everybody else ahead of him, um, after I'm sorry, after him, they was able to make the money that they was able to make. So I get what Max is saying on that standpoint. But Rick Flair is still my goat though. That that, that makes sense. That, if that makes sense. 
I hear Max. I hear you, Pat Venning. You know, Hogan's most influential. I hear y'all. Yeah. I hear you. Now, as far as Roman Reigns goes, Roman Reigns says something at a TV tape. And have you heard that clip, Thanos Rick? I have not. Okay, so it was in Trenton, New Jersey. And he said, uh, he thanked the fans or whatever. And he said, look, this might be one of the last times you're going to see me. And a lot of people just speculating, like, you know, his contract is in soon or blah, 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 blah. Okay, so his contract is not in until 2023, number one. Number two, he's not leaving WWE. That's one thing. And what he's, what's really going on is that those those TV tapings, those lot, I'm sorry, those live shows that like Columbia, South Carolina, Charleston stuff, you will most likely not see Roman Reigns because of where the stage at where the state where he's at 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 the stage of his career because what they're trying to do it's my belief that they're trying to have him hold that title for another year until he faces the rock at mania and in order to do that you don't need to be wrestling these non-televised champions risking getting hurt so, matter of fact, you might see him on Raw SmackDown not even wrestling at all. Well, so, I mean, if, if, if that goes against, if that goes with what you're saying, what I read this morning, and I, I don't know if you saw this, but Vince and company is trying to push Roman into Hollywood. And Vince wants to play an active role in pushing yeah. Roman into Hollywood. Now, how that remains to be seen, I don't know. But for what I just read this morning, Vince, Vince wants to push him. He, he wants to have a a direct stake in Roman's Hollywood trajectory. But that and um, like when you look at WWE backlash, right? He was the main event. It was a six man tag, no titles on the line, none of that. Right. And backlash was surprisingly good. A lot of people didn't like to build up to backlash. And it was like, eh, I don't want to watch well, I mean, it. But then that six, it, that six man tag made it a main event. Cause Roman is the main event. It was weak marketing. It wasn't marketed that well i don't correct no it wasn't it wasn't so i got a clip from uh from busted open with bully ray what he said about Roman, what him and vince said about roman reigns and you remember what i said like way back when when roman was getting pushed very heavy like he's kind of getting pushed down our throat so this kind of like solidified the theory so here's a clip from busted open what bully ray said about uh uh with vince amanda and Roman Reigns. I told the story on the air before, and I told you yesterday we were having a conversation on the phone. I'll never forget 2016. I think we were doing a Raw or SmackDown from Boston, and it was me and Devon versus Roman in a in a handicap match, uh, a two on one match. And this is during the Roman rebuild period, right after the Rumble had had kind of gone awry for him when he kind of got booed out of Philadelphia, even standing next to The Rock. And I went into Vince's office and I said, Vince, why don't we try to bring out a real edge in Roman tonight? What if Roman beats the crap out of me and Devon so bad that he winds up getting himself DQ'd, but in getting DQ'd, he, he, he took out a tag team all by himself. And Vince was like, Bubba, that's a great idea. Let's do whatever we have to do to get him over because this is the guy that's going to be putting food on our table for the next 10 years. Think about that, Dave. I, I was face-to-face with Vince McMahon in his office. He tells this to me. Think about it. Vince is saying, this is the guy. This is my guy, my hand-picked guy. 
And now Roman Reigns is saying born and bred from day one. For me, that's just like being being a part of that timeline, to be a part of it, to see it, to hear what Vince said, to hear what Roman said last night. Roman is doing a fantastic job. The entire bloodline is doing a fantastic job. And I loved that main event last night. I told the story. Yeah, so Thanos, Rick, what you what you thought about that about that clip? So that 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 further solidifies my thought process on how hard they was pushing Roman from the Jump Street. But we knew that though, E. We knew yeah, that. I mean, I didn't I didn't need to hear Bubba say that. I mean, I I mean, is is cool to see that Vince thought thinks so highly of him. But that goes to what we were saying. That goes to my point that I just made about him going to Hollywood and how Vince wants to be involved with that. Like that's. That I'm not hearing anything new. Roman is the guy. Like Roman is the the best, the biggest thing, the best thing in my opinion in wrestling right now. You know, yeah. uh, for the year of 2022, so he is the best wrestler of 2022. So I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not surprised right now. I mean, I'm not I'm not. But as far as him being a goat, going back to the you know the original question, that depends on your criteria. Obviously, yeah. obviously, you have your criteria. Max has his, Pat has his, Mills may have his, I have mine. You know, it, the criteria for GOAT differs from people from person to person. So my, my thought process on Roman in the beginning was the fans, I don't think the fans was booing Roman per se, but it was booing how Roman was being used. Like, he's not this babyface type of dude. He's, he's the type of dude that has some edge to him. So when it was like, you know, force-feeding him, you know, to be this be this good guy without him being authentic fans didn't fans didn't resonate with that so when he have this edge to him that's when fans start to re- like that when fans start to cheer for the situation i'm like oh yeah this this is the guy now this is the guy we want to see like and i think when i was when i was harping on how he was being pushed that was really the main reason why i didn't like how he was being pushed because i knew he had some kind of edginess to him and they weren't allowing that to happen but now they're allowing it to happen. Now look at that. This man has been in the main event like, uh, Sunday night. Didn't defend the title at all, but he was the main event. He's not the GOAT, but they are pushing him. E, to I have to, beat, I have to, to stop you right there. I have, to, I have to stop you right there. You never said anything about the edginess when you told me that. You right. I said one of my main, I never said the reason. Well, I, I didn't like the fact they was pushing them down our throats. But one of I my mean, main reasons, even though I didn't verbalize it, was yeah, that it's the same reason you issue you have with John Cena, who I know you hate because you hate John Cena. <laughs> right? Because I feel like I feel like I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't hate John Cena. I feel like okay, John did have an edge to him, but I feel like they never, never, ever pulled a trick on him being a heel. You know, again because he started off as a heel. But I feel like as a heel, he could have just went to another plateau. Kind of like Hogan being a face and he turned heel with the NWO. Nobody saw that shit coming. And it like the whole well, NWO thing kind of like went off to the went off. To well, the Hogan, Hogan needed to make that change because that Hulkamania shit was dead. That shit was old. That shit he was wasn't the first choice. You know, he was saying? not the first choice, though. But still, still, Hogan, Hogan needed to make that change. Like it was beneficial for him to make that change to be edgy, because Hulk, no one gave a fuck about Hulkamania. You know what I'm saying? It's the same reason why Sting made that change, because you know all that blue and white and red face paint. That shit was so early, late '80s, mid '90s. The the fans, the the, the culture was changing. 
So Hogan, that Hulkamania, that old sting, they needed to make that change into more edgy, more darker, because that's where we were heading. So that's that's not breaking new ground. But you to me, that, that started with The Rock, because they, that, how it really became apparent when they started booing The Rock out the building. Like, die, Rocky, die, and Rocky sucks, and all this other stuff. And that that's where that change happened. I, I, I believe that's that first glimpse of that change. And when WCW was grabbing people and using actual names and not occupations, then that I actually add more edginess. I mean, wrestling is always like an evolution. They're always like a cycle where things change to certain levels. Like, you know, some people don't like spot heavy matches, but fans like spot heavy shit. Some like spot heavy shit. Some like authentic wrestling matches. Like, you know, where a lot of prestige is put on the title. So, yeah, but but back yeah, to but Roman, the, like but with, the thing with Roman and Roman, Roman is one of those exceptions. I think I always thought Roman was an exception and John Cena was an exception and them two more specifically because it's kind of like, well, and I can't speak for you or anyone else. I love this type of heel Roman, this type of ego Roman, whatever, whatever, head of the table, you know, but I would have been cool if Roman was still a face. I would have been cool. Just like with Cena, with Cena, like Cena turning heel. Yeah, it would have worked. It would have worked, but I would have been cool if Cena would remain in the face. As you can see, he was still getting booed by everybody, which, which is fine. But I think with those two specifically, they are kind of the exception because I think either way, they would have been cool. Now, of course, this heel edgy Roman is, is you know, out of this world. We get all of that. But I mm-hmm. think Roman would have been just fine if he would have remained the heel. Of course, put him in better storylines, better matches, you know, whatever, whatever. But, you know, if you write it right, Roman still would have been good either way, I believe, I think. If Same I thing had, Cena. If I had the pencil with Roman... But first thing I would not do is have him wrestle every pay-per-view like defending that title. That that, that I would never do that. Because if I'm, my plan is to have him hold that title for another year, he doesn't need to defend that title at every single pay-per-view. Because A, it's going to get stale. B, the fans gonna going to automatically know that he's going to win this match. The match is going to be good, yeah, but we already know the end result of it because people are being fed to him. So there's that. So I'll probably have him do at least maybe three title defenses maybe for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year. Well, I and, mean, well, I mean uh, you don't have to you don't have to be a person who has to defend that title. I agree with you. It's just, you know, if, if you're going to defend it, make make it count, make it matter. You know, I agree with you. It, you know, shit would have right. gone stale if so there was went that route. Pat says, how does defending the title become stale? If you defending it every single month, it does become stale. Especially if you if your if your thought, fans are not stupid. Fans are smart. We know he's going to face The Rock. We know this shit. We know he's going to face him at WrestleMania. It's not, it's not dirt sheets because he dropped, he dropped a little nugget like at a house show once. He's actually popped his name twice. Like some t- superstars don't say names like that just for just for a cheap pop, especially in the WWE. Like, you know, there's always like a, some kind of plant and seed. So fans, fans ain't crazy. We know he's going to face the Rock. Now, is he going to hold the title that long? That remains to be seen. But if you're not, but back in the day, you wasn't defending that title every single month. You wasn't. We are so spoiled with a pay per view every month. We are used to 
a title being defended every month. But we know before that even was happening, the heavyweight champion wasn't on TV every single week. You had to come see me. I'm the champ. I don't have to be there every single week. Your ass got to work your way up to see me. Once you get to that point, I'm up here. We're going to make this shit happen. We're gonna, I'm going to defend this title. Either I'm going to beat you or you're going to beat me. Nine times out of ten, I'm going to beat you and I'm going to keep holding that title. And that's how it worked. Like Bruno San Martino did it. You know, Bob Backlund, he did it. He wasn't wrestling every single month. Hogan wasn't wrestling every single month. He wasn't even doing that. So Roman is in that stage right now where he don't need to wrestle every single month. But if you have that title defended at every every once in a while, and then eventually once you get to WrestleMania, then it makes it worthwhile. But again, if I had the if I had the pencil with Roman, he is the attraction now. He's at the point where if he's on TV, it's gonna draw a rating. If he's in the main event, he don't have to defend the title. Notice how he was wrestling that backlash. He wasn't even in the ring like that. Every time he got tagged in, he tagged out. And he made that big spot here and there. Boom, boom, done. I'm over with. They're protecting him. But also, this leads to more shine on the Intercontinental title and the U.S. title. If he's not on TV, that put those two titles at the forefront. As one of the main complaints that we have is that the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title are not being defended on PLEs. Well, they call them premium live events now, but pay-per-views. They weren't being defended. This is the golden opportunity to put those two titles at the forefront and make those titles relevant again. I know Theory is the United States title, but the United States champion, but I don't know who the Intercontinental champion is. Hold on, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Hold on, E. I don't know if you've seen what Pat Pat writing. Pat, I never had an issue with Brock defending that title as much as he did. Me personally, I never had an issue with that. The, the the only the only issue that I was like, well, you know what? Did I have an issue? With, I don't think I had an issue with Brock defending that title as much as, much as he did. Did you, E? Nah, I mean, I knew he was. I know he was the attraction. I know he wasn't. He wasn't. His contract didn't allow him to. During WrestleMania season, that's when he makes those frequent appearances. No, like Pat, like legit. Off the top of my head, I didn't know who the Intercontinental Champion was. I, I is. And, you know, had I think about it, yeah, I would have said, oh shit, it's Ricochet. But I knew it was Theory because I just saw him on Monday. But, and, and Vince was backing him. But you know as well as I do, and Pat wasn't on when we said this, and Rick agreed. Ricochet in ring talent is phenomenal. Back to front, side to side. But his mic skills, needs work and that's probably the reason why he wasn't getting pushed the way that's probably why Vince stopped his stopped that run because Paul pushed him and I think Vince stopped it and that's probably why he wasn't getting pushed like that like as far as that other side of the superstar side of things maybe that that part needs work his in-ring work is phenomenal it's all day I mean look at the longevity of Randy Orton Randy wasn't doing like Randy's been wrestling for how many years 20 plus has it been that long, Rick? Yeah, yeah, give or take. Yeah, tw- twenty plus, right? So, like, all he does is groundwork. Like, he knows how to work the crowd. He knows certain spots. He ain't got to do all this extra stuff. He got longevity. Cena, same thing. I'll, you know what I mean? So I'll say this, Pat. My and you know what? I, I just remembered. My, my only issue with Brock wasn't the fact that he was, you know, defending his title so much. My issue was 
the level of competition and how the match kind of came about because they made Brock so dominant, so, you know, whatever, whatever. The matches weren't interesting, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 the only match that I can remember where it was interesting was when Goldberg came back because now we had somebody who you can argue was on that same level who you can believe can defeat Brock, and Goldberg did beat Brock. Now, Brock beat Goldberg for the title back, whatever, whatever, but I thought that was interesting. But besides that, for me, it wasn't Brock, you know, facing guys, you know, defending his title. It was a level of competition and how they made Brock look so dominant that the matches weren't really interesting because Brock yeah. was Brock was beating up on guys. And I was like, well, we all know, you know, we all know that the winner of this shit, you know, it was like when Kevin Durant went to Golden State Warriors. Like, hell, we all know who, who won this game. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't interesting. Because we already kind of knew the, the end result. That was my issue with Brock. And Brock that was a wrestling every single week. Like that compared to Roman, Roman was on TV every week, year round. Brock was making an appearances at certain points in time when it was getting around WrestleMania season. I think that's why fans didn't like the fact on how Brock was moving. But somebody like Roman, he's on TV every week. Like he worked his way up to this point. So I don't think in this in this instance, fans aren't fickle. Like, like this is a legitimate situation here. Like, you don't have to have Roman on TV every single week just to protect him, honestly. And he already got his edginess. He's already the attraction. He already been on TV every single week, year round, you know, for a couple of years. He can he can be at ringside. He can have the Usos. But the, again, this is the golden opportunity to showcase, to showcase the Intercontinental title, the United States title, the Women's Tag Team title, you know, the Raw Women's Championship, the SmackDown Women's Championship to bring the level of importance as it should be to the forefront and let them run the show. And when Roman need, Roman is needed to defend that title, he can do that in the main event. But this so, is the golden opportunity for those secondary titles. Go back to how it used to be. So let, let, me, ask, so let me ask you, should they do the same with the women's titles? Yeah. Like Bianca and now Ronda, yeah, they, they should do the same exact thing. The, the only, same exact thing. The only issue is there aren't enough women titles to spotlight besides what the women's tag and there's what like, else? There's three. There's three. There's women's tag, Raw, and SmackDown. Yeah, but besides the women's world championship and the world tag titles, what other title is there? There isn't a woman's U.S. title, a woman's intercontinental title. You have all these women, but there aren't enough belts to go around. Um, so I how think, do you, so how do you work that? You know what I'm saying? So that, that part is another that part is another conversation. But I think that's and I and I'll say this for just a couple of seconds. That I, I would say this is one of the things that AEW does right is that they do have a secondary title that's been defended every single week, like the TBS title with Jay Cargo and the TNT title with Scorpio Sky. Those secondary titles are are held at a at a high importance, and that that's that but like with roman and the women's titles yeah like the women superstars in wwe are, are phenomenal so i don't think there's another title needed right now but i think there's enough women to have to go for that that women uh tag title situation but you got to keep these things together but like like i said now again like this is my third point or fourth point with roman reigns if I'm having The Rock face Roman at WrestleMania for that title, 
there's a general consensus out there that Roman is going to beat The Rock. There's a general consensus out there. We want to see it, right? We all think that because, again, the, the Rock is making movies. Again, he can't come I, back full time. If I had the pencil, I would have The Rock beat him at WrestleMania just for the swerve. Just for the swerve because that actually saying, you don't know everything, fans. You okay. don't know everything. Okay. But okay. I'm going to have him hold it for like a month or maybe a two because, like you said, his schedule have that rematch, okay. Roman beats The Rock officially, then that's that pass under the torch type of situation, and Roman got another reign. So, Rock beats Roman, and then Roman beats Rock right after. Yeah. Yeah. But that still doesn't... Well, eh, I guess. Now, the Rock is The Rock. Ain't nobody gonna shit on The Rock, Pat. You know as well as I do. No one will ever shit on The Rock. <laughs> like that just like, well, that's just well, no, no one Pat, listen, we love the rock. We love the rock. I just I just question I've always questioned the rock coming back anyway, because I don't see a point in it. But if you're gonna bring the rock back, I mean you might as well have Roman beat the rock and screw yeah. it. And, and and then let Roman go off to do Hollywood like like Vince wants. And then let's 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 make a play. I don't for think that. Vince wants him to go Hollywood. I think Vince just No, Vince does. Like, like 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 that's reported. Remember what I read this morning? Like that's reported. Vince and company wants Roman to go Hollywood, but Vince wants to be a part of that process. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I, I know with CM Punk now. CM Punk comes from a stock of independent wrestlers, uh, you know, Ring of Honor and all that other stuff. So after that whole pipe bomb situation, what he said on the interview, and then The Rock beating, you know, CM Punk and fans not liking that situation. That's CM Punk. CM Punk ain't Roman Reigns. Or Roman Reigns ain't CM Punk. Roman didn't come from independent stuff. He went. He is homegrown, day one bred WWE. But Punk came from other places. He came from, like, just not sports entertainment side, but more of a professional wrestling side. So I think the pro wrestling fans, was upset when The Rock beat him when he just made that appearance and just beat The Rock right there. I mean, when The Rock beat him, because you know The Rock wasn't there every single week. But this is the this is but this story is different. Like they are cousins, they're family, so that story already written itself. Well, like, we already know they're gonna face each other. But um, and D Maggie, you know, you're right. Vince Mo wants more money, but who doesn't? But it's but yeah, I would have The Rock beat Roman at WrestleMania and then. Maybe have the Rock hold the title for like maybe a month or two, and then that rematch comes, and Roman, you know, finally gets over that hump, you know, kind of. And that might be a babyface run from Roman. That might be the baby, the official babyface turn for him. But there's only two people in my mind that that can beat Roman at this point. Maybe three. That's the Rock. That's Cody. Randy Orton. Those are only three I can think of. There's nobody else. No Drew McIntyre? Nope. No Drew McIntyre. It, it, it's not that big for me if Drew beats Roman. It, it just, it, it's not that big for me. It would be huge for Cody to beat Roman because of what Cody's goal is when he first got into the WWE. What his what his promo was. What, what his goal is to be the world champion and how Dusty was world champion, but they had to overturn the call and he can put the, the Rose name on the map by, be, by being the world champion. You know, that, that story writ, writes itself. You don't have to do anything else. Randy has a story because he can, he has a possibility of beating Ric Flair's reign record. You know, he, he has more longevity. 
you know, he's that day one guy. So you got that. And then you got the rock because of the family situation. So all three of those stories make sense. So, and Mio said maybe Roman gets screwed before WrestleMania, blames the rock, has the match, takes a much needed break, then get the belt back. That could be the case. That could be the case. Like maybe the rock's music hits and Roman gets rolled up or something. Maybe you get Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam and the rock music hits and Cody gets a roll up and, you know, Roman drops the title. You know what I'm saying? You know, Roman's still strong because he didn't officially, he lost the match, but he didn't lose it in a straight up way. And then, you know, then at that point, that leads more story to the rock and Roman because there's no title on the line. And now you don't know who's going to win that match now because there's nothing on the line. So that makes sense. But at least who Cody will face at WrestleMania, that may be Randy Orton because Randy Orton had Cody under his wing when he was with Legacy. That's a story. Or Cody could face AJ Styles because of the Bullet Club situation. That could be a situation. You know what I'm saying? What about but, Finn Balor? Uh, yeah, Finn has a story too because of the Bullet Club situation. Or, yeah. So Finn got Seth Rollins, but yeah, I can't say Seth because he's already in a feud with Seth, and I'm I'm almost certain that they're gonna end it at Hell in a Cell. I mean, Seth is still Seth is still Seth is still championship material. Of course, of course he is. But we already seen him wrestle Cody. Well, it's going to be three times already. So, you know, it if you're gonna have a match at WrestleMania, you're gonna you got to have it. Some you got to have a match that we haven't seen yet. And AJ and Finn is something we haven't seen yet. I mean, I'm just in terms of who can make a run at the title next. Cody, I'm, I'm not but not right now. Cody, I'm not, not right. Cody, but I'm, not right now. I'm not so concerned with the storylines. Real, not really. What I'm saying is, obviously, Roman doesn't have long until he until he goes off into the into the sunset and does other things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that that seems to be his his prep right now. But but what I'm saying is, and you're saying Cody, and you're saying you know whatever whatever. But I'm like, well, who's the next guy? Because I don't I don't really believe Cody's the next guy. I mean Randy. I mean sure you can do Randy as champ. You know he can beat Flair's record, but I don't even see Randy holding that that title for long. What I'm saying is, who is the next guy to carry the company when Roman is done? Cody. Cody. I don't know. Like Pat, Pat said I, Cody need to carry the U.S. title. I, at first, I'm like, I nah, this time to go. I don't know. I I I know you, you you love Cody E, but I don't I don't I don't know if he. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> no, Cody is the guy. Think about it. He is the top babyface in the WWE right now. He is the top babyface. Yeah, Anytime but, music hits. Yeah, but I don't, ape shit. I don't necessarily believe that Cody has more of a stake in that belt than Drew McIntyre or Finn or whomever. I mean, Drew gonna face Roman and Roman gonna beat him. Like we ought to know that. It's not. Uh, it's like, not as like high e, of an impact if like Drew. E, I just Roman. think. E, I just think, and you know, this is my issue. When again, going back to to, to Ronda, you know, hey, now Ronda is the new SmackDown's Women's Champion. I think Charlotte Flair had had an injury. So she might be out for a while, but Ronda's the new champion. My thing is, and you know this, this has always been my thing. 
I don't believe like you have other guys on the roster who has a legitimate claim to that to, to that title shot. And Cody just got there. I like Cody. None against Cody. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he'll hold that title at some point. Yeah, so what point. I'm saying is I just don't know if I can say indefinite that Cody is the next guy to carry the company with that title versus everyone else. Okay, so who's been there before Cody got there? Like and, and I, I get that. I, I never really rocked with that. Oh, oh, true, true, true. I get that. And 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 again, this is a difference between WWE and AEW because anybody new, like prolific, they have to go through a ranking system. They literally got to start from the bottom and work their way up to a heavyweight title. Brian Danielson did it. Adam Cole did it. Uh, like Keith Lee is doing it. Like everybody that's holding the title in AEW right now are AEW originals. That that's it. Like they have stuck to that plan from day one. It can be Roman Reigns that show up on AEW right now. He will not automatically get a title shot. He has to work his way up to that point. With WWE, it's different. It's like, I believe Cody is the next guy. When you compare Cody and Drew McIntyre, Cody is Cody is more hot than Drew. Drew is not going to make much of an impact being Roman. It might leave shot value, but he's not going to be on the same said level as Roman is now. Cody has potential to be on that same level because he understand that what the, how to tell a story real well. Like even when he was in AEW, most times when he was in in the pay per view, people will argue his match was the match of the night because he tells great stories in the ring, that kind of thing. So with, I don't think Cody's not the right guy right now, you know, like you said. But eventually he will be. And what, what Pat was saying about being a U.S. title title holder, that actually looks good on him with his, his outfit and everything. That actually looks really good on him. I don't think Theory's going to drop the title right now considering they just put it on him. You know, especially Vince is behind this dude and backing Theory and being the next guy and grooming this guy because Vince don't be on public television with a lot of people. If he's beside you and you in a storyline with him, you are being pushed to be something bigger than what you already are right now. And Theory is the is the latest guy that Vince is behind. So to be I don't honest, think to be honest, Theory is going to drop the title right anytime soon. I don't care for Theory, to be honest, but, I mean, he's – I don't know. I don't care for him. I don't. Right. I don't. But uh, maybe, maybe it's something you haven't seen yet. Like, think you weren't too hot on Alexa Bliss, but later you were. You know what I'm saying? Well, so maybe no, it's Alexa, that... Alexa was always a good wrestler. I didn't like her, her gimmick. Oh. No, her, I got you. her gimmicks were always they always bothered me. Like e, a part of me still wants to see Dolph Ziggler get back up on top. Well, that ain't happening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hate to say that, man. That shit ain't happening, fam. <laughs> that ain't happening. That, that that just that just ain't happening. I mean, Dolph Ziggler is a is a workhorse, man, and I and I I do believe yes, he deserves better. Finn Balor deserves better, uh, you know. Um, and I don't drink, I don't know, I don't drink like WWE Kool Aid. But as it stands right now, you know, Roman is the guy. And for someone to beat Roman, it has to be somebody prolific. And those three people I name is Cody, Randy, Rock. Those are only three people I can think of right now. Like, there's nobody else. Like, not even Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre will lead to a good match, a good feud. Because he's a big guy. He has beaten Brock. You know, he's beaten bigger guys or whatever the case may be. You know, and all that. But 
hell, even Bobby. I mean, no, can't, no, not even Bobby. So those are three people I can think of right now. Like those, those guys, if when Roman gets pinned, that will lead to a bigger thing because Roman is a heel guy per se. He's not that traditional heel like I would think, but he's the heel guy. And I think the last heel guy in the WWE that had a long title reign was superstar Billy Graham. That was the last heel champ that had long, had a very long title reign. So he's he's in that same same thing. Um, Pat Venice, I don't see it either. I feel like he's been rewarded for the COVID era into because he really did step up and perform. He did. Roman did did step up. Yeah, definitely. And Big E, Big E deserved better, man. I I I believe that too. I mean, Big E is like handling some injuries right now. Um, oh, you talking about theory? Theory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but again. Okay, if Vince see, okay, I would give Vince a man this. Sometimes, oftentimes, Vince sees things in people that nobody else sees, and when it come, when it finally comes to fruition, we be like, "Oh shit, I didn't see that." Hell, Undertaker was me, Mark Calloway, in WCW. I mean, if you look at him in WCW, do you think he would be the Undertaker? Like, did you did you visualize him being like the Undertaker if he went to the WWE? No, that was Vince's vision. Vince did that, and this and Undertaker is like in the WWE locker room. He's the goat in that locker room. Well, well, like, no, the most respected guy <laughs> in the locker room. So it's like sometimes Vince sees things in people that other people don't, and maybe he's seeing something in theory that we don't. I mean, I would I would have kept it at Austin Theory. I wouldn't change his name, but you know, as far as Roman goes, I wouldn't have him wrestle every week, um, or wrestle every pay per view. I would put more shine on the on the secondary titles, the Intercontinental and the U.S. title, and like bring back ladder matches for the U.S. Intercontinental titles. Like put some stipulations on these titles. Like you know what I'm saying? Have some have some feuds. Bring back the days of. British Bulldog versus Bret Hart, Austin versus Rock, Triple H versus Rock, you know, Honky Tonk Man, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat, those, those times. That, that, that's the type of runs and matches that I want to see. And I think we may <laughs> be in for that if we give it a chance. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned with the women than the men at this point. Well, I mean, I think it's in good hands. I mean, you, you know, you got you got you current see- feuds with Asuka and Bianca. Ronda just finished her feud with Charlotte Flair. Charlotte's on, 